Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, August 6th. This is Elliot News with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. Before we start, a quick thank you to our sponsor, Pacific Source, for sponsoring the show. The number of Oregonians hospitalized with COVID-19 has climbed four and a half fold in the past four weeks, hitting 457 on Thursday, the highest number since January. There have been other troubling indicators that the pandemic has come back with a vengeance, Officials reported the number of new known daily cases Thursday at nearly 1,400, the second-highest number in months. As the Delta variant continues to surge, restaurants are once again navigating new territory, trying to keep their doors, or tents, open while obeying shifting state, local, and national guidelines. Some in Portland hope local officials will follow the lead of New York City, which will soon begin requiring proof of vaccination for many indoor activities. Other businesses are taking matters into their own hands. Teardrop Cocktail Lounge owner Daniel Shoemaker is assembling a coalition of 15 to 20 bars that will join him in requiring proof of vaccination for dining indoors. Tourism in Portland is beginning to bounce back from its steep decline during the coronavirus pandemic. Portland hotels reported that 56% of their rooms were booked on average in June, still about 30 percentage points less than in the summer of 2019, but by far the highest monthly occupancy rate since the start of the pandemic. And occupancy is even higher on weekends, a number boosted by leisure travelers. Business travel, however, remains down substantially, with conferences and conventions still postponed. That has had an outsized impact on hotels in the city center. The upswing in COVID-19 cases and the rise of the Delta variant, however, could threaten the comeback in the weeks to come. Sheriff's deputies in Washington County say a man was arrested Wednesday on suspicion of poisoning his neighbor's dog by throwing hamburger meat stuffed with rat poison over their shared fence. A husband and wife in the community of Bethany told deputies Tuesday that they thought their neighbor was trying to kill their two small dogs, according to the sheriff's office. One of the dogs had eaten some of the poison-spiked meat the night before, according to the sheriff's office, and was treated at a local veterinary clinic. The dog is expected to recover. Deputies said 57-year-old Eric Michaels threw the poisoned meat over the fence on three occasions. He is accused of first-degree animal abuse. An environmental advocacy group is suing Oregon and the federal government for failing to make plans to clean up the state's most polluted waterways, a requirement of federal law. The lawsuit, filed Tuesday by Northwest Environmental Advocates, alleges the state and federal governments have failed to comply with the Clean Water Act, which requires that states submit to the Environmental Protection Agency a list of water bodies that need cleanup every two years. That list, ranked by priority, should form the basis for cleanup plans, along with a timeline for implementation within two years. The EPA is supposed to determine whether the plans comply with federal law. While the state did submit a list of polluted waterways as recently as 2017, 
which showed more than 3,000 bodies of water requiring cleanup. The lawsuit alleges the state has not issued any new cleanup plans since 2010. Those came after a previous lawsuit filed by the same advocacy group in the mid-1990s. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism with a subscription to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.